Hey guys, welcome to Distilled the Bourbon Podcast. I'm Brent. I'm normally joined by my co-hosts, Brian and Chuck, but they're on assignment today. But don't worry, they're featured prominently in this episode. And today's episode is all about the Big Bourbon Club and Luxrow. Now, you may remember the Big Bourbon Club from last season's audio-only podcast, where we interview founder Steve Higdon. Uh, Steve is a very cool guy. Uh, you know, anybody that, that uh, we can interview who's TikTok famous is is a special, uh, special thing. But uh, in all seriousness, he's a cool guy, uh, and he has created something very special in the Big Bourbon Club. Now, they have evolved from being an online-only virtual society to both online and in person. So Chuck, Brian, and I hopped in the car. We drove to Louisville, and uh, we had a great time at the April 12th meeting. So we recorded some of that. We're going to show you a little bit about what happens at the Big Bourbon Club. There's going to be tastings. There's going to be uh, information. And, uh, you know, one of the cool things that they do is bring in distillers and uh, share information about what's happening at that particular distillery. So uh, this uh, specific event, uh, we had the folks from Luxrow there. So uh, it was very cool. We had a great time learning. And then after the event, Chuck got to sit down with Christina Hager from Luxrow to get a little bit more specific information and to have a little private interview. So enjoy this episode of Distilled Bourbon Podcast. Bourbon should be fun, and that's what our mission is all about. It's for everybody, whether you're a bourbon beginner or whether you're an aficionado or somewhere in between. We want you to enjoy bourbon, and that's what we do at the Big Bourbon Club. We are not your father's bourbon club, and we're glad you are. There's three membership levels with the Big Bourbon Club. There's a free membership, so if that's all you want to do, you're welcome to do the free. With the free, you get the app. We're getting four to 500 engagements every day on the app. We have 3,920 members across the country in us a year and a half. So we have a big contingent of people that drove in several hours. Now, on the Saturdays in the summer, two-thirds of the room, the hands will raise. But we have folks from Tennessee, Ohio, Western Kentucky, and all over the place. But please, join at least the free membership. Use that QR code. We have an out-of-town membership called Small Batch. It's $75 a year. And we have the $125 Top Shelf membership. For $125, we do 10 of these events a year where a distillery or a brand will come out and present to the club. We've had Watershed out of Columbus in February. We had Maker's Mark, who was here last month. We have Luxro today. We have Peerless in May. We have a Marvel Distilling out of Carbondale, Colorado, which is Aspen. They'll be here in June, just for us. Uh, we have Angels Envy in August. We have, I don't remember all the rest of them, Horse Soldiers coming. We've got Jerry Old Carter's coming in September. Mark and Jerry, I apologize. <laughs> so we have a great lineup, and when you're a Top Shelf member, you get all of those events at no cost because you're going to pay the 25 of the year. Let's welcome up the guest of the, uh, of the hour, Luxor Distillers, Landon and Christina. Come on up. Center manager at Luxro. I've got Christina here. She's our retail manager here at the 
Distillery. Uh, so it's a, it's a great night, and first I want to say thanks to Steve and the Big Bourbon Club for having us out and the team here at Joe's. So we got some uh, great bourbon for you guys tonight. Uh, and for those of you guys that uh, have not been to Luxor, I may not be as familiar with this, I'll give you guys a little backstory about who we are. Um, of course, we're located down in Bardstown, uh, about an hour south of here. Uh, we started operations back in 2018, um, and actually just yesterday we celebrated our four-year anniversary of our visitor center being open. Uh, so that was a big day for us. Uh, we've come a long way since. So we've got a full lineup of products. We're home to Ezra Brooks. Of course, that's what you guys are here for tonight, as well as Rebel, Davis County, David Nicholson, and Blood Oak. Um, our company, Luxco, has got a long history in the beverage spirits industry. Uh, we started back in 1958, so we've been around for about 65 years producing not only bourbons, uh, third party, but we also do a whole lineup of other spirits, vodkas, ryes, tequilas, rums, gins, etc. Uh, our home base for our parent company, Luxco, is in St. Louis, Missouri. That's where we do all of our bottling today, and we've been producing third party through area distilleries for the last 40 years. So that's why we're able to have some older juice. Um, and now all those production contracts are over, and uh, we have our own bourbon now. So as of January of this year, we started dumping our own distillate that was produced four years ago. Um, and I know the team at the Big Bourbon Club selected a fantastic barrel back in November that we're going to try later on. Uh, but I want to turn it over to Christina, and she's going to lead our first few tastings. So without further ado, if you want to lot them through uh, Davis County. Steve, you ready to go to start tasting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Founded the, uh, the business back in 1958 with uh, 
his father-in-law, David Sherman. So the company was formerly known as the David Sherman Corporation in St. Louis up until uh, 2006. Uh, so on Don Lux's 30th birthday, his father gave him the company. Um, so that's a pretty good birthday gift, of course. Um, but unfortunately, his father Paul passed away in 2005, and in 2006, they renamed the company Luxco. Um, so, uh, actually, last year, about a year ago, our company merged with MGP, Midwest Grain Products, back on April 1st of 2021. Uh, and Don is now the single largest shareholder of MGP. So, he's still got his hand in the kitchen, um, as well as our president of Luxco as well. Okay, so Rebel is going to be our weeded bourbon, and it is a Rebel Distillers collection. The fun thing about working in a distillery, not only getting to drink 40 hours every day on the job, is that once you're there for a year, you actually have the opportunity to pick single barrels. Those barrels, they go on to sell at our visitor center. You get one bottle for free, you get the rest at cost, and you get to take home the barrel that ages it. So this is actually picked by a woman named Caitlin Nally, and she helps with our single barrel production program. Again, it's Rebel Distillers, so it's going to be our wheat single barrel. Looks like this barrel was filled on March 23rd, 2017, and she picked this at the beginning of the year, so about five years old, and 113 in proof. Now, with your weeded single barrels, tend to think a little sweeter. I've actually had this barrel, so I'm going to let you decide after you taste it if you get that traditional sweet wheat or if you're possibly picking up something else. Now, we wanted to bring this one on because you guys did get to taste, or you did pick and are going to taste our Ezra cast drinks. We wanted to have something for the wheat lovers in the audience. How many of you guys like a weeded bourbon? Sure. A couple of us. Wheat bourbon super popular right now. Um, so we do the Rebel Distillers. That's normally when we send kids out into the bourbon community and they decide on what they want. And then we do Rebel Cast Drink, which is a store pick done on property. If you've ever been to Lux Row, you've probably seen the beautiful stone house that dates back to 1806. So it is a historic property, but liquor stores, restaurants, and bars, they come taste in that stone house and they pick the cast drink, which is what Big Bourbon Club got to do with our Ezra brand, and those tend to be about 120 improved. So again, y'all, you're trying our Rebel Weeded Distillers. It's about five years old, 113 improved, and cheers round two. It used to be called Rebel Yell. I knew that was coming up. Is it called Rebel Yell anymore, or is it called Rebel? It is, so we dropped the yell of the name. So it's just a natural progression of the, the evolution of the brand. Um, it's been called a lot of different things over the years. It does trace its roots back to, uh, to 1849. Uh, it was formerly produced at Cincerello Distillery. We purchased it back in 99. Um, and uh, we really brand the spirit as kind of embracing your inner rebel spirit. Um, so we just dropped the yell. People call it rebel anyways, rebel single barrel, rebel distillers collection, rebel tenure. Um, so that's the, the decision that we made a couple years ago. How many barrels would Lux produce a day? So uh, right now we're producing about, uh, about 100 barrels a day, seven days a week. Everybody listen up. They can't hear you on Facebook and Hitlerland. But uh, I say currently we're doing 100 barrels. We're in the midst of the expansion project. We're in a $4 million expansion. So later this year, at the end of quarter four, uh, we're going to add uh, 14 more fermenters that are double the size of what we're doing right now. Right now we've only got 12 8,000 gallon fermenters. So we're really going to have production. And we're going to go over to a 24-7 operation. So by next year, we'll be producing about 50,000 barrels a year. Right now we're doing about half of that. So You're doing 25,000 barrels a year now for all the brands. Yes. And all that is made in Louisville. Bardstown. Excuse me, Bardstown. Well, yeah, sorry, it's twice I screwed up. What 
what's the plan with MGP in terms of their allocations, their juice? Yeah, so uh, of course MGP, they're based out of Lawrenceburg, Indiana, they're one of the biggest producers of bulk whiskey in the world. Uh, all of our bourbon brands that are for our branded spirits category, whether it's Luxrow or Limestone Branch down in Lebanon, those are all going to remain Kentucky bourbons. So they're all going to be produced um, down south, about an hour and a half south of us, uh, between all of those brands uh, and the family. Um, with the merger with MGP, we've actually gained access to a lot more resources because MGP is divided into three different subcategories. They've got their bulk spirits that you know they do a lot of contracting for other distilleries in the area. They've got their branded spirits, and what a lot of people don't know is they also have a plant-based food category at their plant out in Atchison, Kansas. Um, so MGP is a massive company. We're thrilled to be partners with them. Um, out of all the brands that are now coming out of both facilities. Luxco products account for about 40% of the total share now. Um, wow. So we've gained you know, a, a really good partner. It's not really an acquisition, it's more of a, a merger, basically. And what's the uh, plan with Limestone Ranch? Uh, we're just going to keep making a lot of good quality Yellowstone bourbon, uh, Bowling and Birchkin, and Minor Case Rye Whiskey. Uh, let me introduce and bring, some, let me bring someone up for a couple of seconds here. Ryan McDaniel, Brian, come on up. Beverage Barn is our new Go ahead. liquor store partner with the Big Bourbon Club. Beverage Barn is based in Henderson, Kentucky, and they're the, one of the largest, if not the largest, they'll tell you, uh, liquor store chains in Western Kentucky. But on, listen up, y'all, on the Big Bourbon app, you know the topics, right? Yeah. On the topics, we have a brand new one starting tonight called Liquor Store Partner, and it says Beverage Barn. So make sure you go and follow it because Brian's gonna do something really cool. This is Jack Meredith and I drove down a couple of you. Jack, I didn't say raise your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, big dog. So, yeah. Somebody give Jack a material. Give Jack a phone book. Give Jack a phone book to stand. I'm stand on my wall. Yeah, he's about 13 feet tall when he does that. Jack and I drove down to Beverage Barn for one of their monthly allocation nights. It was probably and he holds back allocated bottles at normal prices for everybody. But what we want to do, and this is up to Brian, Brian, this is his idea, is do an allocation virtually on the Big Bourbon Club through the app on the topic. So I'll let him explain it more. It's not completely defined, but he is our Big Bourbon Club liquor store partner. Everybody welcome Brian again. Thanks. Thank you, Steve, for having us out here today. I really appreciate it. But yeah, as Steve said, you know, whenever he started this uh, meeting today, he talked about bourbon being about friends and about the experience. And that's really the same with the beverage barn. That's what we want. I hate the secondary market. I hate the secondary, secondary market more than anything because the people who are making the money on the secondary market isn't the distillery. It isn't the retailer, it's the people in the middle that are taking it from the retailer and flipping it to the end consumer, okay? So I, I understand why retailers nowadays are marking up and, and excluding that middleman. My business plan is, is not that at all. So twice a month we have a allocated bourbon raffle where we have people come to the store, everybody gets one ticket, no purchase necessary, you just have to be there to win, and if your name is drawn, 
First person gets first pick. So if your name's drawn and we have a Pappy 15 near on the table, then that's your pick for $200. And that's what we do. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to bring that to the app. As Steve alluded to, we're gonna be on the app. If you guys have any questions, if you guys uh, have questions about allocated bottles, how the process works. There's a lot of questions I get every day about uh, Sazerac, Buffalo Trace, Weller, Blanton's, and all those things. Feel free to reach out to me. I'll be on the app. I'll be answering questions. And what I like to do is offer a raffle once a month for Big Bourbon Club members only. I feel like a politician up here. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I'm not. I'm not a politician. All right. So once a month for Big Bourbon Club members, free members or any member for that matter, uh, you will either have to come to a meeting to acquire the bottle or you'd have to come to the beverage barn in Western Kentucky. So we have three stores in Henderson. We have a store in Morganville, Kentucky. You can go to any of those stores or come to this meeting to acquire a bottle. There's more to come. I'll be reaching out to Steve, and by next meeting, we should have uh, more stuff to put out. Okay. So I'd like to bring a couple members of my podcast up here uh, to talk about it. Pardon me. So here's the, the real man behind behind everything, Brent Bridges. Hello, I'm Brent. Uh, we have Distilled Bourbon Podcast, which you can find on distilledbourbonpodcast.com. You can find us on YouTube or on Facebook. And uh, really the success of our little podcast it are my two co-hosts. You know what Brian does? Besides running the country, uh, he owns the uh, four beverage barns. Uh, and he knows everybody in the business and every bourbon or liquor that you can imagine. He's our inside man. Now, uh, next to Brian is Chuck Sinnott. Chuck is uh, our walking encyclopedia. He, is, he knows everything there is to know about all topics. Uh, he, is a, he is honestly a member of the Kentucky Journalism Hall of Fame. Uh, he is retired from journalism. So I am the retail merchandiser for Lux Co. I also am our VIP experience lead and do all the events for Lux Row Distillers. So we wear many hats. So tell me what the, what the retail side of your job is. What do you do there? So I do all of our liquor purchasing, all of our merchandise, whether it's apparel, magnets, koozies. I design everything and order everything. So anything you go into the gift shop to see, I've had a hand in producing. And it's a beautiful gift shop. Thank you. We get a lot of compliments on the merchandise that we have. So it, 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 it's, it's a, rewarding. It's a beautiful campus that you have. Michelle and Don Lux did a beautiful job. They actually mirrored our visitor center after their home in Aspen, Colorado. Nice. And I always like to tell people it, it has a bourbon feel, but it doesn't have a 
you know, traditional My Old Kentucky home feel to it. It's got some nuances with it as well. So, Lux Row is part of Lux Co. Correct. Where are you all headquartered? So, we're based out of St. Louis, Missouri with the Lux Co. part of our parent company. And then MGPI, Midwestern Grain Production Ingredients, is based out of Atchison, Kansas. And they took over the old Seagram's Distillery in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Huge distillery. Huge. They don't give tours. Not yet. A visitor center is in the works and you, in the talks. This is big news, really. Yes. Um, whether it comes to fruition, we don't know. But if it does happen, it's going to look more towards four or five years from now. Okay. Tell us about the, the, the Luxco, the Lux Rose stable of bourbons. So our two flagships distributed nationwide in the EU, in the UK, are going to be our Ezra brand. So Ezra 90, formerly Ezra 99, and then Rebel 100 and Rebel 80. Now our single barrel program, we started in 2020. So you'll see Ezra Cash Strength, Ezra Distillers, and Rebel Cash Strength and Rebel Distillers out on the market. Predominantly in the northeastern and the southeastern part of the U.S., but it's making its way out to Texas and some of the Midwest regions and a couple out in California. So Luxco has owned the Ezra Brooks brand for almost 30 years. Yes. And been marketing it for about 30 years? Yes. That is for sure our lead brand, our bread and butter, the one we push hardest on the market. Um, Rebel is coming pretty close behind with a fun name like Rebel and a good weeded bourbon. Those are kind of hard to find still in the market. So that's a close second that we're aggressively pushing on the market. You also have some more niche brands like do. Blood Oath. So, yes, we have Blood Oath, which Pack 8 is going to be released in our visitor center probably around after Derby. If you follow our Facebook or Instagram, we'll walk through how we're going to release it and what the game plan for that is. We also do a really small known brand called David Nicholson Reserve and then David Nicholson 1843 and that brand originated in St. Louis, Missouri in the mid 1800s and then kind of our ode to Western Kentucky is Davis County. We acquired Davis County the same year we got Ezra Brooks in 93 and didn't do anything with it till the pandemic in 2020. Ironically that Davis County will not be coming from Davis, Davis County. County and we get asked consistently all the time oh are we in Davis County? I'm like no you got a couple hours west. Nelson County and that's D-A-V-I-E-S-S -S for you non-Western Kentuckians. So we're at uh, Joe's Older Than Dirt uh, restaurant and, and saloon right now for, for a tasting. You, you all are going to do a presentation? Yeah. Tell us about what you're going to be showing tonight. So tonight we've got a little bit of everything. We'll kick the tasting off with the limited Davis County that we did in 2021. It's our double barrel. So that ages for an additional six months in Missouri White Oak Barrel with a deep toast. I actually just got word today that Southern Southern Glacier Wine and Spirits, who we purchased our liquor from, and our parent company, Lux Co., we're out. So you guys are going to get to try some bourbon that's not really on the market anymore, and then someone's going to win it in a raffle. So we have that. We have um, the counterpart to the single barrel that was chosen. We have our Rebel Distillers Collection, which is a weeded single barrel. Four to six years old at 113 proof. We'll try the Joe's Older Than Dirt Ezra Cash Strength store pick. And then I was able to score some uncut, unfiltered barrel samples. So we're going to try bourbon fresh from the barrel tonight as well. Fantastic. Pretty excited about it. So uh, you 
you have a weeded bourbon in Rebel Yell. Mm -hmm. You got a rye bourbon in Ezra, Ezra. Brooks. Mm -hmm. And then Davis County is actually a blend of both. So we take 75% of our Rebel after it ages for four years. So 75% of our weeded and then 25% of our traditional with Ezra. So it's got all four grains in the mash bill as well. Very cool. Four yeah. grain bourbon. I we're love it. Pretty rare. So we're excited to put it out there. And then we have the finish we're going to try tonight. And then we do two other finished styles with Davis County as well. So one thing I'm a little curious about, I saw on, on your website that on Derby Day, first Saturday in May, you all are going to close the, the Luxro Distillery in Bardstown at like 3 o'clock? Yes. For, are, you, are you having a big party? Am I invited? Sure. I don't know how much of a party there. We do have some staff who love to celebrate the horse culture and who live in Louisville. So I imagine it's so they can scurry off to get to some type of derby party. That's awesome. But we won't be having anything on site. The party you're going to want to look for might be happening the week after with Blood Oath Bourbon that you mentioned. And my phone number might be 555. Can you write it down? <laughs> Christina, thank you so much for yeah, appearing thank on you guys. the Still Bourbon Podcast. Awesome. Looking, thank you. Looking forward to the tasting. Yeah, I'm excited. So there you have it, just a little snippet, a little share of what's going on at the Big Bourbon Club and what's going on with Luxrow. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Uncle Steve. We appreciate all your time. Hey, if you haven't hit that subscribe button, if you haven't hit the like button, please do that now. Share with a friend. We appreciate it. And with that being said, please drink responsibly.